Hi, this is Kathy Aru, your liberal Sherpa, here to guide you through our hashtag quarantine life, our coronavirus life, our new normal life, our social distancing life, our mask wearing life, our, oh my gosh, the list goes on. But don't fear, your liberal Sherpa is here and I've always guided you. I'm not going to fail you now. Enjoy this podcast. Hey, so welcome back to another special edition of the Liberal Sherpa podcast. And it's a a special edition because I'm not really discussing uh, liberal topics, uh, babies and all that stuff that we would talk about normally on my segment on uh, Tucker Carlson's show because we're living through a worldwide pandemic. So uh, these uh, specials started, uh, I guess it would be maybe two months ago. Uh, it's, it's weird. It started with what the heck is a pandemic? Uh, now we all know. Um, and I was able to interview former HHS secretary, Mike Levitt, three-term governor of Utah, who explained pandemics to us. Uh, then I interviewed um, uh, Matt from Wall Street, and that's what Mr. Wall Street, I like to call him. And um, he came back for a second time, and he took all, um, all of your questions about uh, small business loans, the PPP loans, and uh, things like that about the economy. And now uh, I think we've all kind of started asking each other, what are you going to do? What's the first thing you're going to do when you, uh, when, when we get back to normal, new normal, whatever's going to be normal. And uh, I actually was interviewed last week by a magazine, a Miami magazine, cause I'm a Miami gal. And they asked me what, what are the first things you're going to do when you go back when it's all normal? And uh, of course I said, I, I'm going to go to Disney world because um, that's what everyone says, uh, right? What are you going to do? Got to go to Disney, which is probably true. I'm probably going to go to Disney World. But uh, I think we all can pretty much agree we can't wait to go back to the movies. Uh, just go to a nice theater, have some popcorn, and chill, like the good old days. And so it got me thinking, what are the actors up to? And I'm not just saying like uh, the the Brad Pitts and the, uh, the Justin Bieber's, well, he's a singer, what are what are they up to? Because they keep telling us every day on Instagram. Uh, they they keep telling us to stay inside, but go outside. Stay inside, but go outside. And they're they're with us together with us. Uh, but what are the actors like? The working actors doing the the guys you see on the uh, the shows, uh, the the TV shows. The guy who plays the cop. The guy who plays the gangster. What what are those actors doing nowadays? And I I happen to know one. Um, he's the head of the Italian mob. No, he just plays one on TV. Uh, Oscar Torre, he's a, an actor in LA that I've known for about 15 years. And um, I I figured he'd be the most honest on this podcast. He'd really tell us like it is. How do you audition? Uh, how are you making a living these days as a working actor when you can't go in for an audition? When you can't go on a, a, a set? when you don't have all those people standing around. And I really, I, I'm not an actress, so I don't know what it's like. So that's why I called, um, uh, I, I actually texted Oscar and asked him, is it okay if we ask you a bunch of questions about Hollywood? What are you guys doing? Are you guys still auditioning? What's life like? I know you guys have to stay healthy and buff and are you working out? Um, is LA really mean? Is everyone really nice? Uh, I don't know. I was so curious and I got some great questions from everyone. And uh, okay, here's a clip of Oscar Torre being an Italian gangsta, uh, the head of the mob, 
in the have and the ha- haves and the have nots. If you're watching it on TV now, he's on TV right now. I think uh, um, his fifth season on the show or second season on the show on the Oprah Network. And you might have seen him from Hangover 3 and um, and a bunch of other movies. I think he's been in like a million movies. So you definitely know this guy. And uh, go to CatalinaMag.com or LiberalSherpa.com and you'll see a clip of him. And right now, here's the clip. So why are you back here so soon? Look, I... Jerry! What are you doing, man? No, 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 the question is, what the hell are you doing? You know what's going on there? You're not telling me what happened. Look, it's, it's gone. You're still not telling me what happened. My dad, he poured it all down the sink. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jerry, did you hear that? His dad. Look, look, he doesn't want me using, okay? Okay. Can I get some? You got money? Okay, about that. Look, uh, you gotta be kidding me. I'm just a little behind right now. Nah, 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 get the, get the hell out of here. No, 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 look, you got an ATM right here. Get out of okay. here and come back when you got some money. No, hold on, hold on. You got an ATM right here. Okay, I'm over my limit for today, but after midnight, I can get your money. Okay? Get out of here and come back when you have some money. I'm not gonna say it again. Look, okay, look, I'll just get a drink until midnight. Sure, huh? wait for your drinks, go ahead. Okay. Alright, let me just let me just get a uh, whiskey straight. He's in bad shape. Go ahead and give it to him. Terry, this guy's a pain. Look at his car keys. He'll have the money. Rich kid. Just go ahead and give it to him. calling Oscar Torre right now um, to find out how L.A. is doing for actors. Okay. All right. Is it loud? Hello? Hello. Is this the famous Oscar Torre? (laughs) In person. Perfect. Well, phone, I guess. Yeah, right, right. This is awesome. I, I'm sorry I interrupted your day. You're like the busiest no, no, actor. No I know, right? So, um, okay, we all have, I, I can't tell you how many questions I got for you that I don't even know. I think I'm just going to read them off. But I want to know personally, okay, you ready? I'm just diving right in. First of all, Oscar Torre, you've been seen um, in The Hangover 3. Um, I saw you at uh, Ladron Que Roba Ladron right? Yes. I love that movie. So funny. Uh, we met, oh my, like what, 10, 15 years ago? We met when I was in Kane. Oh my God, you're right, on CBS. Yes, for your magazine. Yes, Catalina. Catalina. And you're all- you had a Catalina event in LA and, and uh, I was invited by uh, Lidia Pires. Yes, oh my who God. Who was a ladron que roba ladron with me and, um, and that's where I met. Yeah, and we bonded, right? It was like right away. It right was, away, you heard you. It, it was you heard me speaking. You go, you're Cuban. Right, right, right. Oh no, no. You get two Cubans together. The arms start going all over the place, and I think we ignored everybody. 
I, we did. Right, Eva Larue was there, right? Eva Larue. Eva Larue was there. That's right. She I, was in the cover of the magazine. I know, and I ignored her for you, the whole the whole <laughs> evening. I was like, "Go away, Eva. I'm talking to Oscar Torre." And um, and then uh, yeah, you've written, you've been profiled in Catalina. Uh, you're part of the 18th annual issue because uh, I was looking for inspirational stories, and I think yours made everyone cry. And it it, it was about you know. Um, Oh my gosh! Uh, it was my friend Lourdes. Right, I interviewed Lourdes. Uh, Lourdes. Yes. I was trying to remember, but she calls it Option C, right? It was all about Option, option C, C. Her documentary, Option C. And finding a cure for cancer and uh, in, a healthy, uh, healthy, natural way. Yes. And then I made the mistake of including your photo at the end with your bio, and and immediately the fans were, "Oh my God, I love him!" So again, you stole all the attention. Lourdes had a oh. beautiful story, but you know, at the end of it, there you were, looking as handsome as usual. And uh, good photographers. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's, it's <laughs> hair and makeup. Yeah, yeah. The, fil- the filters. The filters. Exactly. Liar. So I want to know, which I think the whole country right now is so curious because you are, you're busy. You're on a TV show right now. Like you're on one of the hottest shows. Um, I, people go crazy. The haves and the, uh, wait, the haves and the have-nots. The haves and the have-nots. It's a Tyler Perry show on the Oprah Network. Nice connections. Look at you. And yeah, uh, yeah. Appara- apparently the, the, the women um, the love your character. It's like, uh, <laughs> right? It's a bad boy. Yeah, it's the, a bad boy. The sexy bad boy. The, the, yeah. The, the, who doesn't love the sexy bad boy? I mean. I play the head of the Italian mafia. I love it. I love it. It's uh, the head of the Italian mafia. But which is funny because um, you you're so good because Hangover Three you're funny like uh, you weren't um, you weren't the Kane character. I remember the Kane character was one thing, and then Hangover Three wasn't you. I you know you were completely different, and now you're an Italian mob, right? Yeah. Like everyone. Well, that's you know what that's the beauty about being an actor. You get to be a kid. I remember when I remember when I was a kid. I never thought of like, oh, I'm not right for that character. But like the character, I was that character. Really? Whenever I was on TV, I would go from one character to another character. And then um, I remember seeing Rocky. And that was a problem because I have a younger brother who's three years younger than me. Oh, no. <clears throat> and uh, it, it became bloody. Oh, no. Let's just leave it at that. My mom was like, you can't see any more boxing movies. That's it. Oh, no. No more boxing movies. You became Rocky. And so what age we were, were both, you? We were both Rocky. That's so cute. That's the problem. Is he an actor too? No. Is he? Act- no, he's not an actor. He's not an actor. He's a teacher. Oh my God, that's great. He's a school teacher in Miami. Yeah, yeah. In Miami. But he was the actor. The, he was the actor of the family growing up, not me. Really? Yeah, he was. He would always play the lead in uh, in school plays and stuff, and I was like an extra. Really? So when even you though went- I was older than him, I was always I was the extra. Did- did you always want to be the actor? Did you always want to be an actor? No, no, neither one neither one of us want to be actors. Um, we wanted to be baseball players. Oh. Baseball players. We both played baseball for a long time. Um, my brother my brother went farther than I did. He played four years at uh, he played at St. Thomas University. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so and then he was uh, became a baseball coach at St. Thomas University and then he became a a head coach at different uh, high schools in Miami. Nice. Uh, and, uh, yeah. What's going- and he's st- 
I'm so, sorry. I'm sorry because I'm a Miami girl. What school did uh, you go? You go to what guy? What school did you guys go to in Miami? I went to. Funny enough, I went to Miami High. Ah. And my brother went to Cole Gables, which was the rival of Miami High. Oh my God. Because we moved. He's three years younger than me, so we moved That's... from the, the area of Miami High to the area of Gables. Right. Uh, although we didn't live in Gables, we just lived on the outskirts of Gables. Yeah, it's still. We lived, we lived in the line where the poor people in Gables lived. Nice, nice. But no. it wasn't Gables. It wasn't officially Gables. It was still Miami. But people that lived there would go to would go to uh, to Gables High. Yeah, it, there's that um, there's that old pharmacy right there, right? Is that where it is? That where that old pharmacy still is from like the 1950s? You know? Oh yeah, no, that's in 57th, 57th Avenue. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. So this that, interview now is that has become just for people from Miami. Everybody else is like, I don't know what they're talking about. Oh my, I know, I know. They're gonna, they're gonna. Yeah, no. It's this... a pharmacy. It's a pharmacy that my mom told my mom got to the U.S. 1961, and she's like, you know, in that pharmacy. In that pharmacy, they used to make you could buy medicines, but you can buy sandwiches. Yeah, right. There's a, there's a funny uh, Cuban comedian who passed away who used to, used to have a joke that um <laughs> used to what was it, what was the joke? Um, I'm like, oh, it used to be like a it's just, the pharmacy they used to do blood tests and stuff uh, at the pharmacy. And they, 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 and they sell so they ham. To, they sell ham. They're like, Hamon Serrano. they sold sandwiches at the same time. So yeah. the joke was that he goes, he would go to the pharmacy and he would go, excuse me, do you guys do urine tests? <laughs> the pharmacist says, yes, we do. And he goes, can you please wash your hands and make me ham and cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, and it's still there. I mean, it's still there. It's still there. I don't think they make sandwiches anymore. But I remember you go there, you can buy tapas, you know, like you can buy like a bunch of stuff yeah, still. Yeah. That place is <laughs> awesome. Pero, um, okay, so you're, you're in LA right now and LA is, uh, well, California became like the first one with this whole, uh, shut down, basically. The yeah. stay-at-home order came out of Washington and California. And uh, I know um, the Sorvinos, Paul Sorvino um, and Didi, and they, uh, they did not appreciate the shutdown, you know, to say the least. She was really vocal. No, I didn't. I didn't. So what's the deal now, though? What's the deal um, nowadays? So you, 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 you wear the mask. Like, how strict was it in California? Like how... it, you know what? It was it was strict, but I don't think it was enforced. Oh, what do you which mean? Which was a little frustrating. What do you mean? Meaning, uh, since it wasn't enforced, you would go somewhere and you would have people wearing masks, and then other people not wearing masks, and you know, it's it's, it's human nature, though. Um, and then you have people who believe in wearing a mask, and other people who are angry they have to wear a mask, and you're in the same space together. Yeah, and you know, and. Especially at the beginning, there was so little information. It was a little scary to have somebody like in your space now, not wearing a mask and touching everything in sight. And so, it, since it's not enforced, yeah, I, I guess it's highly suggested but not enforced. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, people still right now, right now, I'm sitting in my car talking to you, and I see somebody not wearing a mask, and then I see other people not wearing a mask, and then I see the firemen because there's a fire department across the street. Yeah, none of them are wearing masks. Oh. So you start like you start like, what the hell's going on? Right. And I and it's uh, I was listening to your podcast, the other one of like, 
the comedian saying, you know, the confusion that all this has led to. Right, right, yeah. The right, exactly. Sta- because they, the only thing consistent in all this, yeah, has been the inconsistency. <laughs> it's true, but then you've got, um, you've got. Well, it's become like you know. The liberals, you know, want to stay in, but then, oh, you got to go, you know, go out. And the comedian was so funny because she said, stay home. I don't know how many celebrities have to tell you to go outside. It, it, that's, yes. it, everything's so inconsistent. It's like, wait a minute, do I go? Uh, right? The like, funny thing about the celebrities that they t- they're telling you stay home, but they're saying it from their mansion yeah. as they are laying in the pool. And you can see the background. There's like 100 <laughs> yards to the front door. <laughs> I know. They're in their- <laughs> so it's like... No, no, you stay home. I want to stay from inside the house. Right, right, right. There's these people in apartments and, uh, you know. These, yeah. And then these, these, you know, these poor, oh, my God, these poor celebrities, they're on their rafts in their big pools with the sunglasses <laughs> and the margarita yeah. at 10 in the morning. And, you know, I'm with you. We're in this together. Uh, yeah, not really. Uh, not you, you. Please, yeah, isolation and the whole self-isolation. But you can see that guy that works for them behind them with a tray yeah, and right. a drink approaching them. Oh, my God. And, and then the parents get sick, but the nannies, you know, have the... It's like, oh, my God, they're single mothers of four. And how do you self-isolate? You have four kids. It's like... It's, just... it's, it's so difficult. And I think that, that's the... That's the crazy thing about all this, you know? Yeah, oh, I know. And we're in but it together. I personally, I personally am isolating as much as possible. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm wearing my, me and my wife, uh, Trudy, too, um, is also wearing a mask. Yeah. You are. I put the mask on, and uh, I'm taking the precautions. I'm not going out. I'm only going out for the things I need to go out. I, I need to get food. Yeah. So I go buy food. And, um, you know, the things. And I do exercise outside. I just avoid people. So, it's, not that hard. it's not that hard to avoid people if you're like being smart about it. Well, yeah, and uh, and and well, especially if you look like scary, right? If you have like the mask and the sunglasses and uh, this is the only time that you can walk in a bank, right? And look like you're about to rob the place and nobody will even blink. <laughs> it's incredible. So, um, but do you, do you run with the mask? Do you work out with the mask? Because you work out every day outside, right? You, you, I try, I try, especially now. Before I would go to the gym and I would work out, I work out outside. Outside the house a couple times a week. Yeah. But now, obviously, now it has to be, I either work out in, inside the house. Yeah. Or I, I'm running, yeah. And I'm running and I run outside. I, I, depends where I'm running. If I'm running and I see there's people around, I'll, I'll wear the mask. Yeah. If it's a clear space. Yeah. And I'm running by the side of the road, like, in around my neighborhood with the snap busy. Yeah. Uh, then, then I won't wear the mask, but I'll have the mask on me just in case. Well, and you, it's, um, it's your job, you know, you're not just, uh, sexy by accident. You've got to, <laughs> right. You've got to keep that. I don't even know if I'm sexy by accident or not accident. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. You just it. are, you just I'll are. You're like Justin Timberlake. You bring the sexy back, but it's your job, right? You and, and, and your wife, Trudy, uh, you, you work out. You, it's part of your profession. You have to, you have to stay in, you have to stay in shape, you know, especially because eventually, Eventually, things will, you know, I'm not going to say they'll go back to normal because I don't think they'll ever go back to normal, but people will start working. So and this industry will open up. What's up with the industry? That's what I'm, that's what I'm so curious about. I mean, there's, a lot, there's a lot of, nobody knows exactly what's going to happen uh, with the industry when it comes to, to work. What? Because there's all kinds of things. Oh, July. Like yeah. I booked the movie during the, this whole quarantine. No, thing. no, no. I want to ask you. Oh my God. Oh my God. I barely know about this, but 
You actually are auditioning with Zoom. Yes. With Zoom. So you are at home. Well, the callback. The auditions have been become a lot lately. Before all this was a lot of self-tapes. Um, what? So self-tapes means you audition in your house or somewhere. You go somewhere and you pay to be put on tape and you do it on your own space. Oh. And then you send it. But then I got a, I auditioned for a film. And then they call, I got a callback, which, which usually a callback is in person. You go in the office and then you walk in a room and you have 10 people in the room when you get a callback. 10 people. Especially if it's, if it's a decent sized project. Well, you have everybody deciding. You have the casting director, the assistant, the reader, the producers, the writer, the director, uh, the, the financiers possibly. Really? And everybody has an opinion. They, um, the reader? There. Who's the reader? The reader is somebody that works with a casting director who will be reading with you. Oh, okay, okay. Will be doing the the scene with you, the audition with you. Oh, so, I don't... but okay, cool. Uh, with this with this project, what happened was we did it uh, on Zoom. On which Zoom. Was, yeah, oh. which was really interesting because everybody was in a little box, as you know. Oh my, Zoom. Oh my god. And, and I wasn't. I, I'm looking at the box. I had never met any of these people. So I'm like, I'm not even, I'm not even, who's reading with me? Well, who, how, how many people were on the, on the little, in the little boxes? I think there were like 10 boxes. 10 <laughs> boxes. And you're standing in the, in the middle of like in your. In my living room. In I'm your, standing in my living room, screaming. Because the scene is very, it's a heightened emotion. Screaming. Cursing at people. No. In the, in the scene. Cursing at people. And it, it was insane because at the same time, I'm like, my neighbors are going to call the cops. <laughs> really? It was... I, I honestly thought my neighbors, are, I have a new neighbor. Okay. She doesn't know I'm an actor or anything. I'm like, she's going to call the cops. She's <laughs> hearing me scream, cursing bad words, saying I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> oh are you serious? Like, yeah. <laughs> would it, would, would, this wasn't a part for like a, a, a gentle father raising children. This is a... No. No. no, no, he wasn't raising any children. No, no, no. This was a like a bad guy, like your bad. No, it wasn't a bad guy. Actually, it wasn't a bad guy, but it, it was it was a. You're gonna kill a, somebody. An argument that ensues in the in the scene. Oh my god! How long? And, uh, How long did you stand there? So you're wait. Are you looking at the the, the ten people in the little boxes? But well, at that point, what they do is what they at that at first you are, and at that point they'll tell you, well, your reading was so and so, and so and so will raise his hand. In the box. Oh my god! And then, and then everybody disappears from the box. It becomes little. I forgot. And then the screen fills up with the person you're reading with. No. But it's still very weird to do something. If it's just a normal conversation that I'm talking back and forth, maybe it's a little easier. Yeah. But when you're having this argument with several people at the same time, which is part of what an actor does, you know, you go in and do a scene that maybe takes place with you're talking to three different people yeah. but in reality there's only one person in that room yeah, that like, you're talking to so you gotta create the other two people okay. let's say but okay. in this case you're talking to a computer so it's even it's even more challenging right because if I if I if I can't imagine you look away the connection drops your your, your computer oh, ran out of battery how embarrassing like if no, you're totally totally the computer the image freezes or Right, right. Are you nervous the whole time? Like, if you look away and then you look back, and meanwhile you were on mute for five minutes and made a fool out of yourself, like? No, no. I didn't. I, 
Like, I didn't worry. Luckily, I didn't think about all those things, but now that you mentioned it... Oh, I ruined your uh, career. Now you might affect my next audition. I've, I've ruined your career. You're welcome. You ruined me. Yeah, you're welcome. No. I'm done. <laughs> no, because I would, I would think that. I, I would be constantly looking at the 10 faces in the boxes. I, like. Well, that's how I was at first, and I wasn't sure who was talking. Like, I constantly was looking at the boxes, saying, okay, who's talking now? Okay, that's, that's this person. And then, and, then you, and then the good part. Tell me the good part. How, how many weeks later did you hear back? Um, I heard feedback. I heard a, I heard feedback very soon back that they liked me. And at this point, I knew they had liked me because I had read for them twice, um, auditioned for them twice on Zoom. Yeah. So I knew they liked me. Okay. Um, and then I heard, I think I heard back within, I think with, within a week or two. And you got it. That I got the part, yeah. So hopefully we'll we're filming. We're scheduled to be filming. Okay. But of course, this could change because nobody knows anything. Oh my! Uh, Mid July. Wow. So then, how many people are on a set normally? Like, what's the actor's life? How many people do you have on a set you, before pre uh, COVID nineteen? <sighs> depending on the budget, but <clears throat> depending on the budget, but if, let's say on the Tyler Perry show, you have a. We film on, on stu- in the studio. Okay. So, um, as you know, in the studio, you have a whole makeup department for, to start off. So, the makeup department at Tyler Perry, yeah, makeup and hair consists of at least, at least 10 people, at least, yeah. working there. Yeah. Well, it sounds like Fox. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're, you're getting people getting ready. Yeah. And on, a, on a TV show, yeah. you have, you know, you have scenes with a bunch of people and it's a huge cast. So they're constantly getting, and he, Tyler Perry shoots very fast. Okay. So you have people constantly in the hair, makeup and all that, just prepping. So all the chairs, so you have, let's say, maybe five chairs on one side, which is all makeup. And I think there's more. And then five on the other side, which is all hair. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they're all filled constantly. It's just like yeah, They're like that Fox actually. That's the way it is. Somebody stands up, somebody sits down. That's, that's ex- all day. That's exactly Fox. Same thing. One side hair, one other side makeup. You know, you swap. Yeah, exactly. Oh my! Exactly. And sometimes you switch. Also, oh, so they change the order. Can you stand up and let the, that kind of thing? So you have that, and then you get to the set, and then there's. I mean, there's a lot of people. There's the so what's camera and camera? There's three different people in camera. There's the gaffers there's a, a, a lot of people so, a lot of people but like i'm 30? assuming it's going to be different now is that what they're saying like like people in the industry is that what they're saying are they in saying the industry in general yeah the, the, the productions are going to be smaller oh. um everything a lot more controlled controlled what do you mean like you got- for example craft service craft service which yeah. you have a fox um no more m&ms or stuff like that that people can put their hands in Oh, you're right. Nothing that people could contaminate the other, contaminate the food. Wow, just touching. down to the food. You're right. Down to the food. And, every, and the food, I think it's going to be pre-made or something and, and come sealed and stuff. Oh, my God. Because, you know, you're in your dressing room and you're about to go on, but it's, it's you know, it's almost lunchtime or whatever, and they bring you the food. Yeah. They go, oh, what are you going to have? And they bring you the food if you can't go and get it. This time, everything's going to be... Super covered, sealed, pre. I mean, there's who knows, but nobody knows. It's all talk. Oh, so but people are talking. So actors. Yeah, no, are act- no. There's been there's been a lot of talk. Yeah. Really. How will, it, how will it look? And you're not gonna have crop. 
huge crowds and scenes. There's usually crowds. You don't want oh, 100 yeah, you're people right. standing. Yeah. Like the extras, you mean? The extras. The background actors, yeah. You're not going to have them. Like, it's so, unfortunately, it's a lot less work for them now. Oh. And so these people, you know, depend on this. That's their, a lot of them, is, this is their full-time job. Oh, my. So the extras lose their jobs. A lot of them, I'm assuming, at least at the beginning until, you know, something happens so we know more about this. Oh, my gosh. So so they're they're out of work right now. So they're... Well, everybody's out of work right now, but, but uh, yeah, the, the, but this is what they're saying, that the production is going to be a lot smaller, that, um, you know, makeup, for example, makeup and hair. Yeah. Each actor has to have their own everything. Right. Including the makeup, because, you know, you, they use different... Let's say with you on Fox, yep. I'm sure you have your own, uh, br- they use their own brushes just for you that they have them in a bag and all that. But where they dip the make, where they dip the makeup is not just for you. Exactly. So yeah. now it's going to have to be just for you. Exactly. Because everybody's thinking about contamination, you know, if you, even if it's your own brush, you put it inside the, the makeup, the, the, the powder, whatever it's, it's now it's. You're getting other people's powder in there as well. You're right. No, and and, and with so the hair, everything is going to look different. Apparently. Wow, you're you're right. I didn't even think about the makeup, the lipstick, right down to the lipstick. Yeah. Oh my gosh, because um, yeah, you're right. I, it depends on each show. It depends on um everything, the way it's been going. But um, you're right. It, it it's such a difference. And then the the movie you booked is it a big budget? Like is it a is it like a thriller? Is it? No, it's a drama. It's not a big budget. Luckily, okay. It's not a small. It's not small budget. It's not like a low budget movie. But it's not a big budget. Which it's a good thing at this moment because I think big budget films yeah. might have a problem Could... right now getting made until things you know until we know more. Well, so we're all gonna have to because big budget means a lot more people. Oh, if you have a fifty million dollar budget movie, a hundred million dollar budget, yeah, you're not gonna have a small crew of people. Oh, that entails a lot of workers when you have that amount, that much going on. There's a reason why the movies, you know, a hundred million dollars or whatever. So when you were in uh, Hangover Three, that was a big budget. Hangover was over a hundred million for sure. And and you were um you you were the cop. How many people like in your scenes? Like we we see what's in front of the camera. We saw you know we see the movie. Who's behind those cameras? How many people are behind the cameras? Oof. There's uh there's sound. Uh, there's the camera. Uh, the camera operator. There's the. Um, then you have the deep the director. Then you have the director of photography, who's directing basically the camera. Yeah. The camera operator. You have the person uh, who assists the camera operator who zooms and all that, makes sure uh, it's in focus, the scene's in focus. And uh, you have that. Obviously, you have makeup and hair and all that that are constantly coming and retouching and making sure you don't look sweaty or you look sweaty if that's the case in the scene. Um, Tons of people. And in Hangover, my scenes, one of my scenes is outdoors. Yeah. which is outside the police station, and that scene takes place in Mexico, supposedly. We shot that in Arizona. Nogales, Arizona, right at the border of Mexico, with Mexico. Right. And we had a bunch of extras, a bunch of background actors, cars, traffic, vendors, the whole, you know, to create, to create Mexico. 
Right now, you can't do that. Right now, that's... Right now, I don't see them doing that. Like the... I don't see how they could do, keep social distance and all that. Right now, you can't. So are there... Um... No. So the industry, you know, everyone always uh, talks about actors. Are the, they, they're, you know, they're, there's big egos, you, you know. Uh, you're very down to earth, which is why I thought you'd be perfect to talk to because you just tell it like it is. But, you know, there's big egos. Uh, are there people that you think are just going to be um, super upset? You think it, it's going to be like, uh, uh, I don't know, if the director does a, you have to social distance or... You have to stand over there. I don't know. Do you see it being heated? Do you well, see- I'm sure. I'm sure some people are going to be uncomfortable. It's like, I mean, it's a movie set. Yeah. It's like anything else. I mean, anybody who's had a job around a lot of people could be in the office. Yeah. You you have people with big egos egos in the office. Yeah, you're right. Regardless of what, regardless of what they're doing. Yeah, you're Did right. You see the office to show the office. Yeah, Remember? yeah, yeah. Of course. There you go. Oh. That's just like a movie set. Oh my God! Oh my God! That's so, exactly just like a movie set. You have all these characters that come together to, you know, to do something. In this case is movies, and you know, you have the person who's down to earth, and you have the person who might, you know, be a little uh, inflated, and you have, you know, you never know. You're right. You know, the sad part. I think a lot of people. It's the we can't go to the movie theaters. We can't go to the. You know, it's it's the theaters that escapism. It's, oh, I think totally. it's, that's one of the and worst and parts. And there's nothing like it. You don't get that at your home. No, I mean, I, I don't care how big you. I don't, I don't care how big your 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 TV is. There's something about watching a film, and it might not be every movie, of course. Right. But there's something about watching certain movies with an audience. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 but now that it's the social distancing. If they open up the movie theaters, you're not. They're gonna have like 20 people in the whole theater. They get in the theater, yeah. And separate, and uh, and I actually read that restaurants are upset because if you reopen the restaurants right now, they can only seat like five tables. I've heard they don't make the money. They're not making the money. It's not even worth it to them. I think. Yeah, they said like they they prefer now the takeout and the delivery because you're making a certain amount as opposed to five tables, and that's it. It's it's almost uh, it's like a no win right now. It's a it's. I don't know. I think we're all confused. You're right. It's just a uh, we're all in a state of confusion. There's a lot of confusion. Yeah, there's a lot of confusion. Okay. Well, I okay. Are you ready? I don't want to take up too much of your time, but you, I, a mega fan wrote so many questions that I can't even ask you uh, questions from other people. So this is all K- Karen Mobley. She lives in Georgia, and okay. she adores you. And she just um, instead of submitting one question, she's so great. I think you have five questions. All uh, one long, long sentence, by the way, and it's like twenty okay. lines. But okay, you're ready. I'll uh, be like a politician. I'll answer all of them with one answer. Yeah, yeah, right. Or I'll avoid all the all of them and say whatever I want. Exactly. As we and make it sound, I make it sound like I'm answering your question. As we like to say, you answer the question you wish you were asked. <laughs> that's, exactly. that, yeah, that's too. That's many. a dream role, by the way. I, one day I want to play a politician. Oh, I can, I can help you. Uh, I can help you. I covered uh, Washington D.C. for a while. So. I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> okay, I will be calling you. Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll help you. I'll help you. Um, okay, she wants to know what. Were, this is all for you. What were Oscar's first jobs in the business, and what jobs did he have before acting? Oh, that's that's a great question. Yeah, she's a huge okay. fan. Huge fan. That's a great question. My first job in the business was um, my first job in the business was actually my first audition. Believe it or not. Wow, you nailed it. 
I ne- well, my first job was an extra in a soap opera. So that was my first audition. It was an extra in this in a soap Spanish soap opera that was shot in Miami. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, called Marilena. Ah, it was Marilena. a huge hit. Yeah. And um, I was just starting acting. I had been acting for less than a year. And uh, so I, that was my first job as an actor. And I was so excited. I was walking in the background. The lead actors comes out of this flower shop. And I'm a guy who's walking in the background and having a conversation with somebody else. And, um, yeah, that was just me walking in the background. And I remember seeing that on TV. And I, at that time with VHS and stuff like that, I recorded it. Yeah. And then I would fast forward and then rewind, fast forward. And I kept looking at myself walking. No way. And I was, and I was studying how I walked and making mental notes. Ah, maybe I should have done this. Maybe I should have done that. Walking. I should have checked, I should have checked her out. <laughs> Nobody cares. I'm in the background. I'm just supposed to walk from point A to point B. But for me, it was, a, it was, you know, it was a high. Mm-hmm. See myself on TV in the background. And then in that same soap opera. Yeah. Um, Which is much, must see TV, by the way. I know. You know, no, that soap was huge. I mean, that soap was huge. It was huge. In the Spanish yeah. market. Oh yeah, all, all uh, my relatives watched that. So, my, so what I I showed up on set at the at the studio with a made up resume, and uh, and I asked to speak to the casting director, um, and the security guard stopped me because you know you can't walk on in the studio, you know? Oh. So I walked in the studio and the casting director, excuse me, how can I, I'm, going, I'm on my way to casting. So I was playing the role, I'm on my way to casting and he goes, oh, uh, I'll take you there. Which I was surprised, I thought I was going to get kicked out. Right. So he took me to casting and the casting director was out of town so they took my information and I gave them this headshot, horrible headshot that I had, um, that's what I had. I gave them that and it made up resume with a couple credits. I don't suggest you do that now because people can Google you and find out you're lying. But but when I first started acting, you know, they couldn't do that. Um, So I turned that in and then they called me for an audition. And then I I auditioned, um, I auditioned like two weeks later. And then within a week, I find out that I got the role. Wow. And I was so excited. I thought I had made it. Walking. You're walking. I made it. I'm I'm acting in a famous soap opera in Spanish. Walking in a famous soap opera. No, 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 no. Now I got a role. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I got a role now. Oh. I got a role, and it's a pretty good role. It's not bad. Oh. So that was my first audition. Oh. and and My first audition. I I was horrible in the soap. You were? I was horrible, but I knew I could be better. And I knew I was horrible. At the same time, I wasn't lying to myself. Doesn't I mean... was seeing it, I'm like, this is not good. I know it's not good. But I figured, yeah. I figured, if I can get work not being good, Imagine. oh God, wait till I'm good. Yeah. That, oh. That's what I thought. Wait till I'm good. It wasn't as easy as that later on, I found out. But mm-hmm. at that moment, you know, you're naive and, and, that's what and it takes. that goes a long way. That, yeah, no, it does. When you're naive and you have no idea, that that's a... Oh, sometimes you can do miracles. Yeah, yeah, that's the story of my life. Yeah, it's a... Because you don't know what you can't do. Oh what yeah! Not supposed to do. Like I didn't know I was not supposed to show up on a on a studio with a made up resume and you know and be uh, proactive and say I want, I'd like to speak to casting like yeah you know I didn't know I, you don't do that. No, that's perfect. And then and then you got it and you you got better and better. Well, and then you moved from Miami to L.A. Well, no, I got it. I got I did several. So I got that and then I was doing theater. And I kept, I was doing a lot of theater in Miami, which is great training for any actor. Yeah. 
Um, so I was doing a lot of theater, so I was improving. Okay. Every day I was improving, I was working. I was working on my craft and improving. I would watch what I did. I would I would try to look at it, you know, objectively and say, okay, that's that's okay. Okay, that doesn't really work. What I just I was I was and I was looking at a lot of movies, actors that I liked, and seeing what they did, what they would do, and imagining what would they have done uh, under this circumstance or what I did. I would have looked like they would have done it. Um, that's what I did at the time. Wow. With you know the little knowledge that I had, and I was taking acting classes. Where it you... wasn't like I was training. I was training. Uh, where do you and take acting classes in Miami? In Miami, I started at Miami Dade Community College. They have acting classes. They have acting classes, and uh, a great acting teacher there, uh, Teresa Maria Rojas. Uh, yeah. What's pr- pretty much the person who discovered me? I don't think she knew. Uh, I, I'm not sure she thought I was any good, but she saw something. Yeah. Enough to invite me to go to her. She had private acting classes at the at the college as uh, well, but they weren't part of the curriculum. It was just like she used that theater at night. Oh. And she invited me. I would sit. I would go and sit in the back. I wouldn't even want to go up. I was watching. Yeah. And I was seeing what other actors doing. And, you know, I was. So that's that's what I that's what I was doing. Wow. I didn't even know. That's what I was doing. And my my job that I was doing at the time was I, um, I was a, a counselor, a drug addiction counselor. That's the, that was your job? That was my job. I was I worked at the Miami Mental Health Center. Oh, my God. In Miami. Wow. Because um, University of Miami had a program. It was the only program at that time. It was only that in Minnesota. The University of Minnesota had a program for uh, addiction professionals. Wow. So you would, you know, so you would be, uh, it was all new at the time. Um, now I think most schools have it. Or something along the lines of that. But, but that was to fall was back on? That was just something to fall back on in case uh, the whole acting thing didn't work? Well, no, it was the other way around. That was actually kind of, that was my job. And then I discovered acting in the process. Wow. And you, and yeah. you, so you could say easily you fell in love with the acting. You wanted more. I fell in love with the acting. And I liked, I liked what I was doing. I liked being a counselor. I liked, you know, I felt like I was making a difference. And, and You probably were. Yeah, no, I think I, I think I, I was. I think I was. Um, but at the later on, I found out that I I got more out of it than than anybody else did wow. because because I I was meeting you know people with with issues and problems yeah and I wasn't seeing them I wasn't seeing them black and white like yeah. you normally do on on TV or movies I was seeing a, a real human being which which you know. With positive aspects and negative aspects, and you know, they some had done horrible things, wow. but they weren't necessarily a bad person. They, you know, I, so I was seeing how they really were, and um, so having that background, I always say that was the best acting school I ever went to. Oh my gosh, you're getting to to know people, and they're they're complex. I'm sure. So. Exactly, exactly, and that's what I've always tried to bring to every character. Yeah. In my mind, I've never played in the most part. Maybe a few exceptions. I never played anybody who's all good or all bad. No, no, which is fun watching because I guess it's great acting because I forget that I know you and I really just, you know. Oh, thank you. I just, yeah, I just get lost and and watch and that's um, that's so much fun. It's so much fun because, yeah, no, I I forget that it's you. 
Um, okay, okay. Uh, next question from Karen. I can't even give you my own questions at this point. Karen just took over this whole thing. Uh, she wants to know what characteristics, if any, are similar to uh, Oscar personally from the various roles you've played. So I guess which one is, which one's mostly you of everything you've played? Which one would be Oscar? That see that's that's a hard one to answer. I would say none of them and all of them, which that's kind of like the coronavirus answer. Uh, yeah, um, right. Everything and nothing. nobody knows it. What I mean with that is yeah, the attitude I, of I don't Italian think I've mob. I've played anybody who's me. Yeah, it's not. A, I've never. I haven't felt that I. You know, oh, I'm just playing myself. Okay. Um, but I always bring my reality to it. Yeah. Or my reality, or my reality will be in that circumstance. So, like uh, the, the attitude of uh, your character on ha- haves and have nots, right? The little bit of the attitude, okay, which is very different, which is very different than me, uh, right? Uh, my guy, first of all, you know, he's he's Italian. Uh, he grew up in New York. He's from New York. He's Italian American. Um, he grew up in. He's grown up in a criminal family. Yeah. His mom is my mom. And the show is the head of the head of the mafia. Nice. Um, I come from a very large family. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and and the guy's a killer. I mean, he will kill you without thinking about it twice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Karen loves so, that about you, by the way. She loves it. <laughs> Funny enough, a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, but but then I'm like, what what do I understand about about this person? Okay. And I understand his love for his family. Okay. His protection of his family, what he will do for his family. Of course, he takes it to the extreme. Yes. But that's when they, that's where your imagination comes. Yeah. And you have to make it believable for yourself. And I'm like, okay, I see the world as a war. I'm in, I'm at war, and people want to kill me all the time because of who I am, because of my last name. Yeah. So I take that and say, okay, if I felt that way. Yeah. If I felt that way, how would I react? And then suddenly I'm capable of doing things that I'd never thought that Oscar wouldn't be capable of doing. Oscar would probably be capable of doing under those circumstances. Just like any other human. If somebody comes and touches one of your daughters, there's a side of Kathy and nobody has ever seen. Oh, yeah. No, no. I mean, you don't know what you'll do. You really do. Right. Most of us don't know how we'll react in a moment like that. So that's what I, I... that's the story I create around that character, for example. And now I'm protective of my mom. I'm paranoid. Because why am I paranoid? Because a lot of times people have tried killing me. Yeah. There's been attempts. So I'm not. So now I see everybody as my enemy. I don't trust anybody. I only trust a few people. And so then you start believing in that story. Yeah. And then when I show up on set, it becomes second nature to me. I'm not thinking about it. I am that person. And I'm guarded, and I know my space, and I'm looking around constantly, and little things, behavior that makes the audience believe that I am this person. It, it, yeah, and it's um, it, it, and you're so recognizable now. What, what what season? How many seasons have you been doing now on that show? Three, four? How many seasons? I've shot four. I've shot four seasons. Okay. I've shot four seasons, but the third, uh, the um, the third season that I appear, yeah, it's about to start. Uh, yeah, four seasons. The third, the third season in the fall right now is about to start. 
That's awesome. Okay. Which it gets really good. The show gets for my for my character. The show gets really good. Uh, so is that is it on Netflix? Because we're all binging. No, it's on Hulu. Okay. Uh, but the, but the show plays. The show airs on on Oprah. Yeah, but we so have no number one show on Oprah. So the reruns are on Hulu. So that's awesome. So number one and show I on Oprah. In season five. I started in season five. My gosh, that oh, Oprah. Show. You start on five, and you have um, and so it's like going into ninth season. So nine seasons, right? Nine. We shot nine. Yeah, we shot nine now. Wow. And the one on the air that's about to start the season, the second half of season eight. Wow, and and it starts this um this fall. That's amazing. Uh, that, but the fall, yeah. Before COVID, so so the no social distancing required. Yeah, yeah nobody will be wearing masks. Yeah. And, yeah, good, good. I don't I don't want to see and you in a mask. We play, we play Italian, so you know there's a lot of touchy touchy. Touchy touchy. Oh. Corona. Oh no! Post uh, COVID, no more touchy touchy Italians. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. We won't be like, hey, you know, hey, keep six feet away, six feet away. Right. Well, that was. Well, you can guys. See my character. Stay away. Stay away. Hey, wear a mask. Oh, you bring the thermometer, and you yeah, and you yeah, gotta, yeah, you gotta yeah. take the thermometer. I own no. a bar. The show I own a bar. I'm like, you can't come in. Right. No. You look, you look a little sick to me. Yeah. Social distance. Here, yeah. Put, put this in your your mouth, and let's see if you have a fever. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Karen wants to know, uh, what, okay. She's two more questions. Uh, what does, uh, what does he enjoy the most producing at, look at, look how much Karen knows about you, which is scary. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is Karen. Like, by the way, I'm interviewing Oscar Torre. Boom. In three seconds. Um, Karen Mobley, she says, what does he enjoy most producing, acting or directing and why? And she put a little heart after it, by the way, little red heart. So producing, okay, acting, acting, or directing? Acting, I've done the most. Okay. How many movies? So, I don't know. I think I have right now, I'm, I don't know how many movies I've done, honestly. Um, the one, what's on IMDb. Yeah? Uh, I think I have like 90-something credits. Oh, my. That's movies and television and stuff. Whoa. Um, and probably some bad ones that never made it to IMDb. Just, <laughs> everyone has saw us. yeah nobody saw us, so they didn't yeah yeah no that, that that's not everyone's resume yeah. but producing and directing you are I, and i love directing yeah uh it's still new to me okay i've only directed three three i've directed a feature film pretty rosebud that right. my wife uh wrote and stars in it yeah um and we were both producers in it i don't enjoy producing producing is is a whole different you know yeah. Part of the brain that I don't like. Um, but I do enjoy directing and I'm enjoying it more and more. So I directed that fi- that feature film and I've directed two short films uh, that I wrote. Um, and I directed those already. They haven't come out yet. One was at a film festival. Cool. And it's going to be it's gonna be released on Amazon soon. Uh, one of the shorts. But <laughs> I act in it as well. And the other one, I don't act... Uh, it's my wife, the the lead uh, with another actor, Roberto Sanchez. Oh, that's awesome! And uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, she's so good. I love it when I'm watching something and she like surprises me. I I like um I was oh, watching. Oh, thank you. Yeah, she was just in How to Get Away with Murder. She's she a, plays the judge. She's amazing. I was watching uh, Weeds. What was it? Six season of oh, Weeds. Oh yeah, Weeds. Yeah, she played with the clown. With the clown. With the clown. That's at a the... funny. That's a funny story. I'll tell you a funny story about that. Yeah. So she plays a nurse. Yeah, had sex with a clown at the hospital in the vending machine she, room, right? With in the, the in the in the I think it was in the down the hallway and, and it was in the lunch room. 
In the lunchroom, there was food involved. In the lunchroom, in the nurse lunchroom. And uh, she's having sex with a clown, a clown that works at the hospital, hospital sells uh, pot at the hospital. Right, and Nancy and walks in on them. She walks in and busts them, and, and my wife freaks out and jumps over a couch. And Yeah. It- um, so the, scene, the show comes out, the scene comes out, right? Everybody sees the show. Yeah. Um, but I didn't hear anything from my family or anything. So it's Christmas, Christmas Eve. Uh-oh. In Miami. Uh-oh. Either Christmas Eve or, or Thanksgiving. Uh-oh. And we happen to be in Miami. And uh, I go to this party. My wife didn't go. I don't know. She might have not gone to Miami with me. Okay. Might have been Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, <laughs> and they're, you know, they're cooking the pork and all that. You know, Miami, whatever they're doing. Yeah, the of course. The party, a lot of people. And my cousin, I walk in and my cousin sees me from across the room. He hasn't seen me in a year. Yeah. Because I hadn't been to Miami. He goes, hey, people don't know what the hell you're talking about. Hey, I saw your wife having sex with a clown. <laughs> Which was accurate. Totally, totally accurate. Yeah. And people were like, what is he talking about? Oh my gosh. It was, um, but what do you, what do you, um, how do you watch a scene like that? I mean, she was, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I recognized her and, uh, it was so funny. It was such a great scene. And, uh, but what, it, like as couples, it's like, uh, honey, I'm going to go make out with Brad Pitt later. It's like, okay, see you at, you know, what do you want for dinner? Good luck. Yeah, yeah good luck. Have a good time. Really? <laughs> so that, have a good time. Oh, my God. I'm I, glad if he can get me a job in his next movie. Oh, my God. You guys are incredible. I don't know how actors do it. I'd be, I'd be, on, I'd be on scene and just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, well, I, we know it's part of the job, and, and luckily we met both being actors. Oh yeah. So you you take that you know you take that into account. It's not like oh you're right. I think it'd, be, it'd be different if we were you know right working at an office and you know. Oh no! Or like if you and I oh my god and we then get the it. other one decides to be an actor and suddenly you know they're doing love scenes with oh no actors you know that that feels that, that would be very strange. Yeah, well, I totally understand where the question comes from from people, but if you're both actors, you know, you just get it. You just get it's it. It's like if you're both firemen and you're asking the other person, how do you how do you go into a burning building? Well, you know, that's yeah, what you do. You're a fireman. That's what you Part do. Of your job. It's what you do. Yeah. No, if you and I were married, I'd be there at the scene. I'd be like, Oscar, no, no, no. <laughs> They can't do that. You yeah, right. Too much into it. Yeah, no, they put they'd kick me out. That's my job. I need to make it believable. No, we. You know what? We wouldn't. We wouldn't make it, Oscar. We would. We would. I'm sorry. It would, not, it would end before it starts. Right. It would. It would not work between us. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. And this is cute. This is her last line. This is so cute. She says, "Tell Oscar, I think he is so handsome, and he and his wife make a beautiful couple." Ah, uh, thank you. God bless her. She is so cute. No, I, she, I appreciate it. I the, appreciate These it. are your fans, though. These are, you know, these are people. Who, I love them. I love them. I, lo- I love all my fans. Oh. I do. I, I answer to any, anybody who writes me, I answer to them all, all the time. Yeah, yeah, I know you always answer to me, and you're always so good to me when I when I fangirl you. You're you're always sweet. <laughs> no, I, was, I appreciate it. I mean, we're, we're, we're nothing. I mean, if, if we didn't, wouldn't have an audience, who's going to watch us? Zoom, those 10 people on Zoom, the, 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 the little boxes. <laughs> they wouldn't even want to see me. <laughs> okay, so, so to find you, which I usually um, stalk, I mean, I, I look at your pictures on, um, I lurk on at Oscar Torre, uh, 
actor on in, on the gram, right? You're at Oscar uh, Torres. I, I look actor. at yours as well. So there you go. Oh, oh, yeah, I know, right? It's so funny. It's like uh, I was like, oh, you've been working out, you know? I hit like, I hit like, I hit like. Oh yeah, yeah. I always say. I think I call you Papi Chulo sometimes. Uh, yeah, I don't think you delete those. I think you leave them up. Um, uh, that's good press. That's good press. That's good press right there. Uh, very professional. So, okay, so you're very active on the gram. Um, you, you show workouts, which is really cool. I like that you're, like, showing what's going on in L.A. because the rest of the country is so different right now. There's, you know, some places are so strict. Other places, you have the room to breathe and go running. Some places are congested, like the streets of New York. Oh, that would be horrible. Yeah, it's oh god, it's it's um it's so sad, you know. My town, my New York, it's uh it's um to see to see Broadway closed, you know, it's, it's so symbolic. No, it's crazy. I mean, the whole country does not look the same. No, and that's something to remember. Uh, it doesn't look the same. So I mean, obviously, if you live in I don't know in Iowa or some somewhere, you might not get why people in New York they're all wearing masks and. And they're like, you know, a little yeah. very protective of their space and stuff because they have no space. The, yeah, there's no space. It's it's very they, tight. You know, have no space, and you know, and you know someone who who's gotten the COVID nineteen. It's hard not to. Yeah. If you live in New York or live here in LA or you know somewhere there's there's a lot of people congested. But if you live in Iowa or somewhere where the, you know you might not know of anybody. Yeah. So I can see how they think like, oh, this is BS. I don't buy this. This is. Yeah, but they said it's traveling. They said, you know, because eventually you are going to have the relatives visit for Thanksgiving. And, you know, it's 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 going to make its way around, I, I heard. It's, uh, so. No, it only makes sense. It only makes sense that it will, you know, oh my God, spread. It's... Hopefully not as much as people think they, it will. But Well, the whole state of Florida, you know, Miami is still shut down. If Florida's open, all, if Florida, you have everything's open. Tallahassee and Jack, you know, as open as it is, it's, there's no state at home. Miami, Miami's still Miami, shut down. How much, how much social distancing is happening in Miami for real? That's, well, exactly. I, I don't mean, see those hyper-social people in Miami. No. Which are from. I know. But, having real social distancing. No, no. It's, uh, you, you don't. No, you see people I, gathered and they're, and, and they're working you out got outside. The cousins, you got the neighbor. You got, I, I think they're, they're, that's the idea in Miami of... But Miami was a hot spot. So while New York was, you know, the, the map shows all the hot spots in red, Miami was super red. You know, the hot spot was definitely oh, Miami. Miami's always hot, regardless. Regardless. I mean, you got Pitbull there. It's out of control. You, the guy can't be controlled. Okay, and don't say on Twitter. How do we find you on Twitter? What, what's um what's your handle right off the bat? It's Oscar Torre Actor. I think it, and all of them is Oscar Torre Actor, except Facebook is just Oscar Torre. Okay, perfect. And it's, it's T-O-R-E, no S, no Z, no nothing, in case anyone gets yeah, confused. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Don't add any uh, no, no, nonsense. None of that. So Oscar Torre Actor. And then, okay, so we're going to see you in Have and Have Not starts in September, right? No, no, Have and Have Not, yes, correct, I'm sorry. And Oprah. So we go on there. the Oprah Network, yeah. On the Oprah Network there. Not nice. So if you have cable, you probably have the Oprah Network free. Exactly. But you cable. go to Hulu if you need to catch up because you already... You catch so, the rewatch, yeah. Yeah, you're too many seasons in. Oh, we need the ratings, but we need the ratings, so make sure, you know, okay, you so, watch it when it comes out. Okay, so, well, we, you got to binge watch if you're not if you're not Karen. Karen I hasn't missed one episode, trust me. But uh, the rest, binge watch, and then start watching September, new season. And then, uh, and where else do you want us to, to find you? Where, where else should we look? Uh, the project you booked, you don't know if it comes out a year or two. We don't know, right? Yeah, we don't know when that's coming out. We don't know. Okay. 
Um, and then let's do a plug for uh, Chudi. What is she up to? Where, where can we find what she's up to? Where will she post her next gig? Um, well, right now, yes. funny enough, right now we're shooting. I can't really say anything, but we're shooting a, a, a we're shooting a couple projects at home doing this whole thing. Uh, are you doing that Bieber thing? One of those Bieber things? You're doing the TikTok videos? No, no, no. no. Okay. I don't like I don't like TikTok. Okay, okay, okay. So we won't be seeing you doing. I don't like TikTok. I mean, some are entertaining, and at first it was entertaining to me, but now you know. You're TikToked out. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if we were gonna see you dancing with like the beebs on TikTok. No. Okay. No, no, you're not gonna see me. No, no, we're we're doing a project that I can really, I, I oh. can't really say anything about. One is not my project, but she wrote. Oh. And it's part of a bigger project. Okay. Um, so we're doing that right now. We're actually in, in production of that, and then after that, we're shooting another one that I wrote and I'm directing. I'm directing both of them. Nice. Um, but I'm only acting on one of them. Cool. Um, so we're doing that and that's what we're that's what we're doing and then we did a, a film a short film that will be eventually coming out but this whole thing has delayed it called uh, Just a Man and a Woman that I directed nice. and she stars in it um, and that's kind of like a love story uh, and that will eventually come out on Amazon and stuff but it'll probably be in film festivals first but yeah. even that I don't know what film festival is going to look like. I know. So maybe or maybe not. Maybe uh, it'll just be released and, you know, everybody can watch it. Are, are a lot of your, um, I, I know you know a lot of actors as friends. Are a lot of a lot of you speculating like this? Like, is there going to be a festival? What are we going to do? Yeah, nobody knows. Nobody knows anything. Yeah. Well, we're all on the same boat. You know, nobody knows anything when it comes to the industry. And the thing with our industry that's different to, to a lot of industries is we can't wear a mask on camera. No, and no, you're right. Every other job, you know, most jobs, people can have masks and stuff like that. Work from home but, uh, on a computer. Yeah. Yeah. But no. as an actor, you can't have a mask. If, you have, if you're doing a love story playing a character, a husband or wife, you can't, those two actors can't be wearing masks around each other because they, right. they wouldn't be wearing masks in real life. No. they're married. You're right. You're right. So that, that makes it a little different, you know. So who, who knows? I mean, who knows how it'll be done? It's 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 gonna be interesting to uh, I guess the next um pre- their predictions two years you know I, I interviewed the yeah four- who knows Tyler Perry has a has a plan yeah which is brilliant yeah uh and he he can you can read all about it if you Google Tyler Perry and, and production really COVID nineteen yeah but he's the only one that can do that really Honestly, I don't see anybody else being able to do that just because of the circumstances how he filled how he shoots the show yeah and that he owns the studio. He owns a Tyler Perry studio. Right, in Atlanta. So he can shut down the whole place just for himself. Nobody else can do that. Warner Brothers can't shut down Warner Brothers and have just only one production. Oh, that's why he's different. He's different. He has housing in the lot. Oh, oh my and, God. And, and, and we shoot the shows very quickly. Interesting. He shoots very quickly. So he might he might have actors there only for a week at a time shooting all their scenes and he gets them in and out so he's got a whole plan that he, he uh he's put it on social media how he will test everyone before they come to the studio interesting and then everybody will be quarantined in there during the production interesting just like they were shooting you know just like they were shooting in you know Romania or something in the middle of somewhere nowhere um that's his idea so with for that time period that we're shooting yeah nobody can leave the premises Wow. And he has it out there so people can look it up. 
Okay, look up what he's... Yeah, yeah, he wrote in his plan. It has to be approved by the union and oh, the state and all that, but it's a brilliant plan, it and it could work, but I don't see anybody else being able to do that. That's amazing. And, and they, um, I, I know this because, uh, you know, a couple of my, well, three of my cousins uh, work there. Uh, it, they were the, um, to, to put it, you know, just to, to humble brag, uh, but uh, they were the number one movies. The Medea movies are... Uh, it's like a number they he makes Tyler Perry makes number one movies uh he knows his audience he knows yeah he knows his audience he knows what people want to see yeah in his shows and uh you know and he he gives it to them and he's brilliant he's brilliant at that and he does everything which is incredible so that has to be fun he produces he directs that has to be fun for you to have found that out to be part of that family to have figured you know that was that was Right? That was a blessing. That was a blessing. And it all started. It all started. And I think you know part of the story. Uh, yeah. How I met Ozzy Arreo. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know the last name. Yep. You know the last name? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Quick question. Is it Areo or is it Aru? Because I hear both. You're so funny. In Spanish, it's Areo. Areo. Uh, Areo. Yeah. And the most common Spanish last name uh, from Spain, northern Spain, is Abreo with a B. Somewhere uh-huh. along the line, someone in our family forgot the B. It was like two, <laughs> like a hundred years ago or something like that. They dropped the B. So if you meet anyone, A-R-E-U as a last name, Areo is a relative. If you see them anywhere, anywhere, it's it's a relative. So we know somehow. Them. Somehow we know them. Yeah, they're part, you know, they're blood. Um, but when you, you know, like me, when I go on TV and the show's fast and we've got 10 seconds and someone looks at me. Uh, for the first time, if we're doing a show for the first time, like uh, Tucker or Hannity or anything, you know, what's the last name? In English, Aru, like kangaroo. And it's so easy to remember. Uh, you know, what am I going to, I'm not going to do a Spanish lesson. Areo minus the B, you know, like I, so, so yeah, it's correct both ways. Areo, but Aru. Everyone knows us. Uh, they, we all know the Aru brothers in Atlanta. And yes. then, and then uh, Kathy Aru, some people know from other places. But, but one other network. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, someplace else. The yeah. Right, but yeah, you met um, you met him without knowing um, he was my cousin. No, I didn't know, and and it hit me afterwards. Like, well, they have the same last name. They have, so I met him at an event in L.A. that I wasn't going to go. By the way, wow. I had just flown into, I had just flown into L.A. I was, I think I was filming in Miami. So I had just flown into L.A. and I went, and I didn't dress. Everybody was so dressed up. I had a t-shirt and jeans, and I just showed up. Oh my gosh! And, um, and then I knew of him. Really? But I had never met him. I mean, I didn't know who he was. He, and uh, he's uh, my cousin. Uh, <laughs> I now I know, but at that time I didn't know. Yeah. I just knew he was a president of Tyler Perry Studios. And somebody comes to me and says, "Hey, you should meet. You should meet Ozzy. Uh, he's Cuban too. Let me introduce you." Ah, so they introduced me to him, and then I start talking to him. And I say, and then at some point I say to him, "Hey." I want to work on one of your shows, man. You guys got a bunch of shows there. I want to be in one of them. Yeah. Good How you. can I send you my demo reel? He goes, well, you know, you send it to, just send it. I go, okay, give me your. You're such a networker. <laughs> See, that, that, I'm similar to, to answer the question, similar to the character, Ladron Carro Ladron. I know, that character's funny. That character's an actor and he's very, you know, proactive and he'll, he'll ask you on the spot. But obviously his way of going about it is no, it's not su- very, it's uh, super funny. He's not very smooth about it. Yeah, uh, it comes from desperation. But with Ozzy, I mean, honestly, I I thought that I had something to offer, and he didn't know my work, 
So I'm like, I'd love to send you my demo reel. And he said, okay, which I was surprised, by the way. I put it out there, but I was surprised. He goes, yeah, send it to Ozzy, blah, blah, blah. He gave me the information. And I'm like, I'm doing it right now. And I sent it to him. Yeah. And then I heard back from him, like, within a couple of weeks. And at that point, at the same time I talked to you, I go, hey, you related to... You're related to all You go, yeah, it's my cousin. They're all my cousins. And you told me the whole story. <laughs> yeah. And then you sent them an email as well. Hey, you met my friend. Yeah. yeah. Small world. And then I got an audition. Yeah. Oh, and I and got you an audition it. within a month of all that. Yeah. I got an audition. So it was synchronicity at its best. Yeah, I mean, it, but that's the way everything should be. I think every 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 career every everything should be like that i think we should all help each other and my you know i'm not going to introduce you to ozzy if you if if uh you're absolutely awful and uh and if, if ozzy was absolutely awful i never want you to you know like oh no don't meet my cousin he's a jerk but it's you course, two yeah. great yeah you're both great people you're good at what you do you're amazing at what you do so it was so much fun to watch it happen and uh no, it was it was amazing and and then i i got this audition yeah. Which just shows you, in anything in life, showing up is half the battle. Yeah. I got this audition, and then I realized it's for the, it's for an Italian mobster. It's yeah. a great role. And I'm like, but at that point, I'm like, uh, they might be just doing me a, a favor. Cause I know that Kathy asked, nope. asked, you know, but because I, a lot of time, I know a lot of the actors that audition for this role. And I never get those. I can play those roles. Yeah. I feel like I can play those roles, but you don't always get the roles. To, you don't get to audition for roles that you think you can play, because that's just how the business works. They haven't seen you playing, you know, an Italian American, so they won't call you in. So I went in and I did my, I did my thing. Yeah. But I didn't think much of it, and then, boom, I get the role, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, he told me he liked you. And then yeah, yeah, no, he was very oh, nice. Yeah. And then on the on the on. My first day of work, he showed up. He showed up to say hi. Yeah. And and then I found out, you know, he doesn't always do that. No, I mean, no, he doesn't. No. no actors. I mean, this, and we, we were just hanging out, having a conversation. People were looking at me like, how come that actor who nobody knows is talking to the, to the president of the studio? I know. Is, it, is, it a, is that great? But uh, That was fantastic. No, it's, uh, but yeah, but you were great. He, he, he liked your work. I mean, he's not going to. He's not doing it as a favor. My gosh, it's a it's a business, and and you, it was just perfect timing. No, it was perfect. It was perfect timing, and it came at the right time. And, and you know, I, everything had to. A lot of pieces had to fall into place. Yeah. But they did. That just shows you if you plan it like this, it'll never happen. And you weren't. Like, I showed go. up to an event that I wasn't going to go. You weren't. He happened go. to be there. He happened to be in LA because he was. This is how I thought of the story. He was promote. He was here from Medea. It was a premiere yeah. there at Halloween, yeah. something. Yeah. And um, and that's why he was in L.A. He wouldn't have been in L.A. if it wasn't the Madea Halloween movie. Um, and so I, I saw him there, and then I, I happened to see him again, the, like the next day in, at another event. So it just it worked up. Uh, isn't, worked that, up isn't that crazy? And then, uh, then what? Ten years earlier, you had and met you me. To have a such, uh, you happen to have a, a distinctive last name because if you would have been. Rodriguez, I would have never made a connection. I know you did, though. It was so. It's a lot of people. They they miss it. They they miss it. They're uh, the. Uh, I, I think someone recently on social media. I don't remember which one. They're like, are the Arub brothers in Atlanta? Are they your cousins? And it's like yes, yes. But of course, I made the connection afterwards. I made the connection afterwards. I'm like, 
No, it has to be related. Well, well, a lot of people don't want to hear the whole uh, A B, and then the B was dropped, and you know, you know, that's that's for another time and a long story. But um, yeah, no, if you ever meet another Aru, uh, yep. Now I know. Now you know. Now everybody knows. That, I'll drop all of your names now. Seriously, yeah, yeah, drop them all over the place. I don't know how uh, what mine could get you. You got to be careful nowadays because um, you might have to like drink Clorox, you know, to get rid of the coronavirus or something. Because I'm in the middle, I'm in the middle of all the hot topics. I think Ozzy's much safer. Whatever, yes. you, whatever you guys are doing with the Italian mob is much safer than what I'm doing with Clorox. So what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I, I'll see your post and I'm like, I don't know if I should hit like because I might get some, <laughs> some of her uh, hate mail. Might come my way. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh no. I'm not touching that. I'm not touching that. No, no. It's not. It's 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 good. I've been I've been I've been there ten years. So everyone puts up with me at at, at hey, Fox. But you know, you know. If you get an emotion out of people, good or bad, you're doing your job. Yeah, and, and we're all a family anyway. Every all, off camera, I don't know if it's the same in, in uh, your industry, but the cameras turn off. We're all we're all friends, so it's all good. Oh, totally. I I I, I used to I tell people that get you know people get so passionate about politics, and I tell them you know politics is like I had a friend of mine growing up whose dad was a wrestler. He was a professional wrestler. He would come out on TV and he was a bad guy. His dad was a bad guy. Yeah. A, a masked bad guy on WWE or something that was on TV at the time. And he was, at first he was a little kid and he was very confused that his dad, he would find him, see him fighting on TV and he would get hit over the head with a table and they would hate each other and curse. And then he'd find the same guys drinking a beer at home with his dad. <laughs> and for him it was very odd. So I, I like to joke that I say politics is like the w, the, is the wrestling. Yeah. Politics is like wrestling, like professional wrestling. Yeah. Just because you see them hitting themselves over the head with a table. Yeah. doesn't mean they're not friends. No, we may not agree, but by no means do we take it personally in any way. By no means. You know, it's uh, Hannity could yell at me on the air and see that I'm walking to the car outside, get out of his car and walk me to my car to make sure that, you know, no one, no one bothers me, you know, n- n- no one debates me on my way to the car. And, and that's, that's Hannity. And, uh, but meanwhile, 15 minutes earlier, he just, you know, reprimanded me on air. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so I wish more people would nowadays, right? It's like, uh, I, wish, uh, I wish we weren't so divisive. But um, thank you so much. I, uh, I like. I know. I, I I told you ten minutes, and then I realize now. Um, sorry, your wife's gonna kill me. No, but, no, no. My pleasure, Kathy. My pleasure. It's yeah. Been a lot of fun. Oh my god. So I'm I'm so excited. So now we've got more to binge watch because I've already done Netflix. I've already done. I have all of Netflix. I'm done. I'm done. So You've I, seen everything. I've seen everything. I'm I'm I'm. I'm There's a lot of good stuff. Though. I'm a seeing lot of good stuff. Breaking Bad all over again. There's so uh yeah. So I gotta now. I gotta go to Hulu. Um, thank you so, so much. Thank you for what you've done with Catalina over the years. Uh, the last story was beautiful and I'm just so proud of everything you do. It's like, I'm so happy to say, I know you when people yell and scream when they see your picture. Thank you. Thank like, you. You I, met me when I was, you know, when I was starting out in LA. I still brag about you. I have a lot, have a lot of credits to my name. I had just done Ladron Carro, Ladron and Kane. So, yeah, but, you know, it's been oh, yeah, no, no, years. Oh yeah. Just a CBS series. Oh yeah. No big deal. Give me a break. You no, know, but that was my first. That was my first network job. On that was huge. LA. That was huge. 
No, no. It was huge. It was huge. It changed my changed my life and career. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I bragged to everyone to, you know, they have to see my friend in Kane. I don't think we were, <laughs> I, I, I think you only had said hello to me maybe twice, but I didn't care at that point. I, I, at the event? No, no, but we, we met at the event. Yeah, we talked. We talked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I bragged. I've been bragging ever since. So, um. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I do the same with you. Oh, good. Well, you said you were afraid. But whenever you feel it's okay nah, to brag. I tell people, that's my friend. That's my friend. <laughs> and they either love you or hate you. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, they I got... either love you, depending where they're standing, you know? Yeah, I know. I, I might have to find a new profession. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I'm not a very good cook, so I don't know. I don't know. My, nah, my... nah, nah. You're good at what you do, so you just keep, keep doing that. Okay, okay. Until, um, yeah, and, until a Hannity really gets mad at me or something. But uh, then you stay, you start your own talk show. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm going to bother you later for other things with Catalina because the new issue is coming out. So, Perfect. I, you know, I always call you. Um, and thank you so much to say hi to the missus. And I will. And what are you going to eat? She said hi. What are you going to eat, by the way, tonight? Because it's, uh, it's, you know, it, it, do you do takeout delivery or are you cooking at home? Uh, probably tonight. Probably I'll be cooking at home. Interesting. Uh, but I do a lot of takeout. Interesting. I, I like to support the local businesses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I know. I, I've been doing a lot of supporting. Yeah, right? I know, I know. It's like, I'm eating this pizza to support the business, not because I yes, want to pick exactly. out a pizza. That's what I tell my wife. Exactly. No, no, we need to go out to eat, to buy something to eat. Right? So we wear, I wear this incredible mask that I made out of a bottle of Coke. Oh, gosh. Which is incredible. It's better than anything in the market. Oh, my gosh. But it definitely looks homemade. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. That's awful. So if you see a guy who looks weird, that might be me. That, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that's I've run but the other way. Nothing's coming in through that mask. No, or coming out. So I, I hope you don't yeah, choke. coming out, yeah. I hope you can still breathe, Oscar. Don't die on us, Barely. okay? Don't die. Don't it's die. not that good when you cough inside the mask. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Te quiero, and I'll, hopefully I'll see you soon. No social distancing. I will hug you. Okay, perfect. Okay, chico. Thank Un you. Abrazo. Okay, bye. Abrazos. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Such a nice guy. Um, okay, Oscar Torre, actor on the gram, on Twitter, and uh, you can find him on Facebook. And um, I'm just happy to know him. Okay, so that's life in L.A. from an actor's perspective. Okay, so if you want to know more, even more, um, go to CatalinaMag.com and I promise you, you'll see uh, the clip of Oscar on there uh, from definitely from the haves and the have-nots. He's, he's such a great bad guy. Uh, maybe I'll find a clip of him uh, from Hangover 3. So funny. And uh, Ladron que roba ladron is really funny. Uh, you'll have subtitles. He's really goofy in that one. He like plays, uh, he, I think he plays like the, the dumb actor. It, it's really cute. And um, you can go to liberalsherpa.com as well if you'd like to have uh, those clips. And also, if you want to order the next issue of Catalina Magazine or even the last issue of Catalina Magazine, go to pressreader.com. And believe it or not, Oscar Torre is in the issue talking about our next cover model, who is um, Alex Meneses. She's amazing. She's in a movie uh, which is about the, uh, the wall around Mexico kind of uh so i'm not going to give it away because i want you to pick up the next issue of catalina magazine and of course you can look for it on newsstands you can get it digitally on pressreader.com which reaches uh 400 
million, 400 million readers worldwide, uh, 14 million subscribers. And uh, also you could uh, read 7,000 different publications from around the world, from magazines uh, to newspapers. So uh, we're part of the PressReader.com family. Um, I'm so happy to be part of PressReader. And uh, yeah, go there, order Catalina and stay around for a while and order something else if you want. But definitely order Catalina Magazine. Our uh, summer issue is coming up with Alex Meneses on the cover. Okay, bye.